Hi, Earl. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, first thing, I wanted to know if you have any relation to Jacob Tuioti Mariner in the NFL. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, that's my uh, second cousin. And, um, yeah, he's been balling out, so he's been doing good. I figure I had to ask concerning yeah. the last <laughs> Yeah, everyone, everyone always asks me that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And I also wanted to ask you just – you're one of the guys I think it's kind of uh, burst onto the scene late last season. And it's kind of carried over to this year, just with your play along the defensive line. What's been a key to you being so effective in your role? Um, I think the biggest key for me has just being healthy. Um, I came into the season uh, at kind of towards the end, just because I've had my uh, labrum surgeries um, the middle of 2019. And then that took like a year for me to like, actually recover and so I came back healthy and now I feel like I can contribute to the team to the best of my ability now so that's how it's been hey Alex and then Jared hey Earl um so talking about ASU um from a defensive standpoint you know they, they have a a quarterback in Daniels who um, has played really well and has also ran the ball um, pretty well. He actually leads the team in, in rushing. And uh, Coach Lamb was saying that, like, that, that ASU really has uh, good play both in the air and on the ground. And I'm kind of curious, you know, what is the key to kind of limiting ASU's offense as much as you guys can? Um, kind of going to leave the, the scheme to them, but the biggest thing for us is being assignment sound. Um, we'll have a, we'll, I'm sure we'll have a guy for the quarterback and he'll be watching him to scramble and this and that. So um, just like last game, we had a, a couple mishaps. Um, so just being assignment sound and having someone that can watch the quarterback and make sure that he's contained and putting pressure on him really. Um, and we can contain him and hopefully get those yards down so he's not running all over us. Earl, what's it like as a defensive lineman when you rush five or six guys as opposed to when you rush three or four guys? What's the difference? Um, so as, as um, Coach Tuyaki has a saying, it's, um, it's called relish pretty much. So um, when we're rushing three guys, he, like, he goes like this and he says relish it. So like we just got to suck it up and uh, – do our part and just go all for it. Yeah, it sucks. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you, sometimes you got like six hands touching you, four hands touching you. Um, so you just got to do your part, you know, and trust the, the coaches and everything will be good. How nice has it been to have the trust and see the trust that has developed for the whole defense as they've gone to, you know, being a little more aggressive with the blitz, blitz packages in the last couple of games? Oh, it's awesome. Um, I love it. Uh, we've been getting sacks, pressures, and uh, those are game changers. Uh, I'm sure you can see on the field, like, it's just demoralizing when you get a sack and it boosts your team, the morale's up. So I'm glad that we're able to establish that trust and we're able to put some pressure on the quarterback and, and trust the guys that are covering the wide receivers. And so I love it. It's, it's awesome. 
Okay, Sean and then Mitch. Kind of on that same note, Earl, when when talking about the pressure, um, it doesn't seem like there's been anything like dramatically different scheme wise or schematically or that kind of thing. And Coach Lamb even just told us that there hasn't really been a different like blitz package that you guys have installed in the last couple of years, but you're getting after the quarterbacks a lot more and, and just bringing a lot more guys and that kind of thing. So, so just from your perspective in the middle of that mess on the D line, what's been different the last couple of weeks where it just feels like, even if you don't get a sack or a TFL, it just feels like there's overall more pressure. You're able to collapse the pocket a little bit better. Can, can you kind of give us a little bit of insight into maybe something that's been different for you guys? Um, hmm, hard question. Um, I wouldn't say, honestly, there isn't really anything different that we're doing. We're just, um, I guess it's just we are, um, no, there's nothing different, honestly. We're just trying to get after the quarterback. Um, just kind of like the last question, we're able to trust our guys. So we're able to do a little bit more with um, what we're doing. So we're able to get uh, more pressure on the quarterback. So um, I wouldn't say there's anything different that we're doing. We're just um, executing maybe better and we're trusting more. So that's what I can say. Earl, I asked this question because the, the COVID year kind of threw a, a wrench in terms of everyone's eligibility. Is this going to be your senior season? Um, it's kind of kind of up in the air, but um, could possibly, yeah, could possibly still need to um, talk with the wife and <laughs> see what she thinks. But yeah, this I, I would say this is possibly my last year. Well, and I'm curious just to to follow up on that. How, how would you assess how your career has gone to this point? You signed, I think you're one of two guys, I think, that signed with the Bronco Mendenhall era. Yeah, yeah. You face some injuries, but it seems like now you're finally hitting your stride. How, how would you just maybe assess uh, your career so far, the BYU experience for you thus far? Uh, the BYU experience in general has been great, um, but um, the injuries have been like my biggest downfall. From my freshman year, I had my my torn labrums, and I felt like not till the end of last year, I was able to start really playing at the capability that I knew I could be playing at. Um, and and this year, I'm feeling my strongest, and I don't have my shoulders popping out every other play. So um, it, it's been ups, ups and downs, I would say that just because of the injuries. But so far, like, it's going good. Okay, que last question's Alex Dotson and then Jay Drew. Earl, um, not to have you look back to this past weekend, but you guys came off of a massive win against Utah. You've been with the team several years now. Um, yeah. I, Coming to this point now, in this point of the season, does it feel like there is a kind of a, a collective weight off your guys' shoulders, or have you guys already moved on to Arizona State at this point? Um, we've already moved on to Arizona State. We're ready to get Arizona State. Um, we celebrated a lot on Saturday, and, you know, we're still talking about it on Monday. But today was a working day for Arizona State, and, you know, we want to go 3-0. So, and 3-0 is – 
um, one of the hardest things to do, you know, teams get lazy and complacent. So we're just trying to focus up on Arizona State and get that dub. Hey, uh, Earl, a um, couple of questions, really easy ones. Who's been the scout team quarterback that's kind of mimicked Jaden Daniels? Um, let's see. Uh, um, both our scouts team quarterbacks right now, actually, they're pretty mobile. Um, Sol J or? No, not Sol J. We got um, Jesus. Riley? Names. Finnegan. Okay, we got yeah. Okay, we got Finnegan. Finnegan's been working a lot, but also what's his name? Nick. Sorry, I always forget about oh, Nick. Okay. Nick and Nick and Finnegan are definitely the two guys that we're going to be using this week to really uh, train up on. And the last question: Aren't you also related to Travis Tuiloma? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's that relation? Uh, me and Travis are like brothers. We uh, we grew up together. Um, so Travis, Travis is from Samoa and my, my brother, my dad and my aunt are brothers and sisters. So, um, my aunt sent Travis to, to come live with us in Kansas, uh, when he was in eighth grade. So we just grew up together. So I always call him my brother, but he's really my cousin. <laughs> but yeah. Thanks. All right. That's it for Earl. Thank you. All right, Thanks, thank Earl. You. Thank you.